Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chip. Oh, yeah, this Jake Prince coming at you, live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? <laughs> you answer that question. It's a lifestyle, and yeah. if you've been listening to the show or if you're new to the show, this is what we do. We play liaison. If you need a plug, you need a connection, we go connect you. Right. We go connect you with some people. We go connect you with some books, connect you with some words. Yeah. We go do all that. And we the only podcast that was doing stuff like this, kind of, you know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. a lot of biting going on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of questions that's being asked that we ask in a certain way. We watching y'all watch us and y'all biting my uh, shop talk niggas too. We see y'all that, man. And the reason we saying that is because that's how they do, bro. They just bite you when the you little, got the, yeah, they try yeah. to, but we on their heels and in a couple weeks, we really and go, then yeah. that, that, And that's true for with radio too. Bigger radio pay attention to college radio and then a, a DJ on a bigger radio station be like, oh, I broke something. Like, come on, bro. We've been you don't even be outside. So how you break a record and you ain't been outside? You got a person you need to know? Yeah, I actually do got a person you need to know, but do you got a term you need to know? Yeah, I got a term. It's a music and music is an art of sound and that expresses ideas, emotions, and significance forms through the elements of rhythm, melody, harmony, and color. And why is that the uh, term you got? Uh, because a lot of people say they do music, but by that definition, I don't think so. A lot of people make it noise, and then our guest today, she actually does music. music. And then the person you need to know, I actually have, is Eartha Kitt. And the okay. reason I have Eartha Kitt, because she was an American singer, actress, dancer, activist, comedian, and she was known for her distinct stink singing style. And in, in 1953, she recorded Sesta C. Bond and the Enduring novelty Christmas song, Santa Baby. So Santa I know y'all Baby. already heard that, but a lot of people know Eartha Kitt because I think she was in Batman. Was she in Batman? Yeah, she was Catwoman. Yeah, I was just saying, I think, because, you know, that's how they would know her. I, I'm reading off the paper, son. I know, you know what I'm saying? I'm reading off the paper, but yeah. And the reason we picked Eartha Kitt as the person that you need to know is because we have a young lady with us today, and if you're talking music and you're talking talent, I don't know if she's a comedian, though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that was the first person that came to my mind when I thought of this young lady, and okay. it was Eartha Kitt, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know her. To like put her in that league where Eartha Kitt, like it's not my homegirl, and I'm saying that, but the talent level. The talent level. So, who we have sitting with us today, we have Miss Keely Ferguson. Keely, go ahead and introduce yourself. You guys, what an introduction. Around singing Santa Baby. Yeah, it's all in the universe. <laughs> it's all, that's crazy, but um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got Keely Ferguson in the house, and um, we're gonna get into um, the Element EP, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We'll get into that a little later. But let's get into who you are growing up on the east side. Tell us about that. Grew up on the east side um, off of Gratiot. Okay. Um, and also pretty much just like all around in the community. I was in uh, over by Jefferson, so we went to church. My grandma ran a church. Um, she, was the, she was the minister? She yeah. was over the youth church. Oh, because you said she ran it. She was over the youth church. Um, so it was always right by my grandma's side, yeah. um, if I wasn't with my parents. Okay. My parents did music. My dad is an MD for the Spinners, and my mother, uh, she sang backup for Aretha Franklin. MD, what is it, MD? Oh, I'm sorry, music director. Well, you got to say, though, because people, people like, like MD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Uh, so basically, music is in you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you probably was made from music. 
I was actually made in Taiwan. I think. <laughs> they, were, they were touring. An uh, import. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like every other thing in America. <laughs> but you was born in America, though, right? I was born in America. My mom t- had her first doctor's appointment out there and was like, let's uh, go. Like, okay. No. So she, how long did she used to tour with uh, Aretha? Or she toured with a lot of different folks? Um, Well, my mom and my dad had a band together. Oh, okay. That's dope. And so they toured on their own. What was it called? Notorious Entertainment. Oh, okay, that's dope. <laughs> Did y'all get that Biggie and stuff for using that name? Yeah. No, this is that's real uh, talk. Uh, like if that if that was a band before he was out, and then you know you say Notorious, the first thing that popped in your head is I'm Big. I'm not sure. Tell but, him to get on that. Dude. Yeah, it might be some millions sitting back for y'all because actually he's only the Notorious Big because somebody else was Biggie Smalls, which was actually a, a was a it a folk rock, song? Uh, yeah, Biggie Smalls is actually a folk singer. That's why he had to change wow. his name to the Notorious Big. So and you might want to put them on that. How trademarks work if some Somebody recognize it in a certain uh, demographic. So they from New York, right. but all of upstate New York recognize the name Biggie Smalls as this folk singer. So you can't be Biggie Smalls, so you have to change it. So that's why we get the Notorious B.I.G. And you guys are notorious first because I know he was y'all older than Biggie. You have pops and them check into that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was some college of hip hop game because yeah, this yeah. episode is actually being brought to you by who? The college of hip hop.org. So, even with that though, like just imagine if y'all do got something out there and that could fund your music career. That's the hard work your parents put in, like to think of you know how many times people go through name changes yeah. and stuff like that. Think yeah. about a name they thought of could actually fund your career. That'd be right, dope, that'd right? That'd be crazy. So, you got siblings and everything? No, only child, just me and my cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> only you and the music, huh? Yeah, for real. Um, I used to, you know, have to occupy my time. And I went from um, playing Dallas and playing basketball to writing songs. It's like the third hooper we had in there. Now, you you really was playing basketball or just in the streets? You went to, you played in school and all that? I played a little bit in school, but then I like, because I was just, we were just playing. And once it got into the rules, I got embarrassed. (laughs) And so um, I went to cheerleading. (laughs) Ain't never wrong with that. But I was already like dancing and everything, so um, it just you know I just kind of fit. And I did track for a little bit. Okay, cool, cool. What high school did you go to? Um, what year? (laughs) Let's start at nine. Yeah, let's let's start at the beginning. I've gone. I started at South Lake, Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to Winans Academy, Fine Performing Arts, Mm -hmm. and then I went to Dimby. And then I ended at Gross Point North for the last two years. Okay, okay. So you you, you ended it out at Gross Point North. I did. Because that's some east side shit too, huh? <laughs> yeah, because you is. miss east side, for real, for real. For you know real. what I'm saying? When it, well, we're going to get into all that too. So let's get back to your parents actually being entrepreneurs and actually being artistic right. Right. and the way that you were raised. Because a lot of people, they come from backgrounds where the parents are just worker bees. And mm-hmm. then a lot of parents don't want the, the entertainment industry to grind for their kids. So when you was coming up, when did you notice that your parents were special? When it comes to being, like, artistic and stuff like that. I think that I always knew. Um, We were, like, for real, like, dead smack in the middle of the hood. And I noticed that my, you know, it was kind of almost like a double life. Like, when I go with my parents to um, see what they do, like, they would take me with them. Right. And so I was, like, really, like, on the road from a, you know, since a kid. And I, you know, knew that I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. You know, my life was just, like, different from other kids that were around me. Right. And so um, when I started to realize what was really happening, I think I was like 17 or something like that. And I was like, whoa, like they really like. 
<laughs> like they somebody like this is that's, something that's yeah. kind of special like. right because what a lot of people don't understand is they look at music or entertainment like it can't happen so right. when your parents are doing it and then they're encouraging you to do it because you've been teaching uh, me everything classical books. piano and mm-hmm. ballet and all of this dancing and mm-hmm. stuff since you were little so they were like grooming you yeah. and that's perfect i like when people do stuff like that because like if I play basketball, I technically don't want my son to play basketball because I don't want to force that on him. Right. But with something like music, like you were created on tour. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Made like, in Taiwan. Yeah, made in Taiwan. So <laughs> how was your experience doing the classical piano, ballet, and all that when you were a kid? Did you think about it? Like, now that you think back, did you even like that shit? I did. Um, I had trouble um, with... Feeling like, you know what I'm saying, like I was forced to do it because, you know, there were times where I wanted to go outside and like play with my friends and like they hearing me play piano and they like, oh, like Keely can't come outside. I'm like, Now listen, whatever, those you know. friends who was high, Keely can't come outside, how many of them in the entertainment industry or want to be? None of them? No, no. We were young. We no, were I'm like saying now. Young. Like, you know how, like, you bump into one of your childhood friends now and they're like, oh, shit, oh, I, I, I rap. Have... I need you to play the piano on my shit. <laughs> I actually have a lot of friends from my childhood that are in music, but I was, um, I was also into like performing arts, elementary and middle school too. Right. Um, so a lot of people like Sway, um, she went to my middle school, um, and, and there's a lot of people too that are like working in the industry. Right. And you may not know their names, but it's like oh, well, those the most like, important. Oh yeah, people. I got you know. I'm, let me hook you up with NBC or like you know stuff yeah. like that. And it's like wow, like that's. That's dope. Crazy. That's dope. So that's crazy that you said like you have all that training and then his person you need to know was actually Eartha Kid because like back in the day like you had to like know how to do it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like piano and I feel like right now that's kind of like lost arts. If a if a lady got a voice, I feel like you should sit in front of that piano. That's why I was attracted so much musically to Alicia Keys because mm-hmm. she playing that piano and she singing. So really, right. what that showed me is this is no fluff. I can't go in the studio and make this up because when she got to sit in front of this piano and then play and sing how can you make that up so right. you know do you still play the piano i do yeah on any sure. of your music um yeah i played on tidal wave i played yeah. piano and guitar on tidal wave yeah that's actually my favorite song off the ep really? but we'll get to that yeah that got a lot of uh playback value nice. yeah yeah uh sure. it's not like it's just sound like something you can get high to if you want to be honest you know what i'm saying so <laughs> it's get like, high and then you yeah. know tidal wave yeah like, you can only- <laughs> You can only take that so many ways. <laughs> I've heard that for uh, a lot of people throughout my like career. Are you 420 friendly? I am 420 friendly. Yeah. 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 I wish we would have knew. So you do ballet too still? Like, do you still do all of this stuff? I like? actually do. Because it's something that, like, like dance is my first love. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter. I, have, I don't have to take class. Like, I've been, like, I started, I was like, eight or like nine and performing at the opera house yeah so it it's really like a that's big huge right <laughs> and i didn't know i didn't understand these things when yeah. i was a kid but my parents like they told me one year um probably like in high school or something like that they were like yeah we remember going to your first show we were so blown away <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean it wasn't my first show but it was like at one the of opera the house, early yeah it was a harlem nutcracker yeah and I, all of those friends, we're still offering. That's what I was going to ask. Like, you still keep mm-hmm. in touch with those people? Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. So have you, like, ever lived anywhere else to pursue uh, your career other than Detroit? 
I moved to California. Okay. And I spent some time in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the like. So when it comes to music, you either get two vibes. You get like a down south vibe where people should be, or New York or LA. That New York and LA the same to me. Right. But I feel like I get like such a New York like vibe from you. Like I you should be on Broadway and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. I was getting I, that more of a like a theater type yeah. of you can you you know what I'm saying. Fuck is a theater. That, theater vibe. Yeah. Like theater. Theater, bro. Theater. Theater. <laughs> That's gonna be my term next week. We'll go ahead. <laughs> I um yeah I love New York vibe like yeah. even so we had our fifth grade class trip to New York and we got to go see like the Rockettes and like just see New York and I've just been like a f- super fan of just like the energy of the city and like the hustle of the people and right, a lot of my right. friends that you know we were dancing they ended up in New York like they're in New York now. So what was your favorite part of New York? What was your favorite borough? Um, well. Right now, I like Brooklyn. Um, before it was like like Times Square because I, you know, yeah, I mean, I yeah. still really all the big like, lights and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. tell people when you go to New York, if you're from out of town, don't get caught looking up at them bright lights because that's how they okay. gonna know you ain't from out of. That's how they. That's how they know you ain't from there. Because okay. Times Square, it'd be forty million people there every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, you get caught looking up, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they still pickpocketing and shit in areas mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? What you think? You think they doing that? You think they doing that? So when did you actually? They dis- ain't even pickpocketing no more. They just scanning, scanning your joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the new pickpocket. Yeah. So when did you discover R&B for yourself? Like uh, I'm going to like you know what I'm saying? It was. I've had a long journey with music. Right. Right. And we. Yeah. So when I first started, um, you know, just as like a kid, like toddler I was like singing on counters and like just showing out and then um I kind of shied away from it uh until I was about 13 or something like that so what caused you to shy away um actually a couple of different reasons so the first I was like just looking at how people looked up to my mom and like you know just that it felt like it would be a big weight and I was like well I don't want to, like, I just want to go do my own thing. Like, I don't want to have to, you know, try to compete with my mom or, like, try to be, like, my right, mom right. and, like, not me. You know what I'm saying? The expectations. It was just, like, a lot away from me as a kid. And so I was just like, nah, I'm just going to dance. <laughs> and now, so, is your mother a good dancer or or you can outdance her? Is that why? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm asking that because is that why you pick dance? Um, I picked dance just because I, well, I, I was already in it. Right. You know, my parents uh, put me in classes and put me in, like, mosaic um, and so I was just more drawn towards dance and theater. Right. And the, and the reason I said that is because, like, if I was Michael Jordan's son, I wouldn't play basketball. I, I would play sing. baseball. I didn't want to sing at yeah. all. And people were like, what? Like, because you like, my mom was like, what? Like, <laughs> you want to sing? We made you off of music and you don't want to sing? <laughs> we we created you on tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, we wasn't on tour yeah, dancing. It, it, was, it was really special um, looking back at it. Like, even in moments where I would, like, sit at, I remember sitting at the piano and, like, my dad standing above me, like, you know, helping me or like writing songs with my mom in the van like it's just like cool yo stuff. this is the making of a dope ass autobiography yeah. film like, <laughs> I, yeah this is the, for real straight up you know what yeah. I'm saying? no because like that's that's like classic shit like 
your dad teaching you how to play the piano, right? That ain't like we shipping you somewhere right. to teach you how to right. play the piano. So he go teach you what he know. Mm-hmm. You go find out what you know. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to be like such a learned, bigger he bond. everything on his own. Yeah, that's like, even better. He don't take for one. <laughs> <laughs> so what's some of the songs that he was the music director on? For Who did you say he was the music director the for? The Spinner. So what's some of the songs that you know for sure your dad worked on? Well, he he more he runs the tour. Okay, okay. So they did the songs before he oh, he, okay. he started on the road when I was born. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so they had had their catalog. Ready. Okay, okay. Now he just got them got them right. Yeah, mm-hmm. get the show together and um and tour with him and everything. Make sure everything's now. Is the tour set up based on how he would want to hear the music or like yeah. that's what he do? Like you, you, this should follow this. Like he put all of that together. And never have a bad show because people are like that's how I like. <laughs> <What you say? laughs> that's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a lot. It was cool though. Yeah. So how how do how so you discover R and B actually? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh sorry, let's get back. Yeah. <laughs> to the question. Um, I think I discovered R and B in high school. I mean, no, I'm sorry, in middle school. Yeah. And I started to like. Maya or like you know Cherish like groups that were out and stuff and me and my friends were like singing Aaliyah and like talent shows and so then it was like okay this is cool like it's a cool thing to do and um I used to I had a cell I got a cell phone and I used to make my answer my my answer machine oh I can't believe I'm saying this in public Go ahead. but I used to make over songs yeah. and put it on my answer machine. Yeah, like the um, LL Cool J song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who it was with. But it was like, "Don't call back today. If you do, then you uh uh bugaboo. <laughs> I'm gonna call you later." And so <laughs> I used to do that, and I'm like, "Oh, I like this. I like writing songs." And I remember I would go to the bathroom and like write songs with the echo in the bathroom. It was just, like, cool. It was, like, another world that I was, like, yeah. discovering. Yeah. And then, so, once I got, um, I went to high school. I didn't do music anymore. I did cheer and, like, Was it Was it competitive cheering, or you just was just a regular cheerleader? I was a regular cheerleader. I yeah. Went. I mean, I, we did gymnastics, but. Yeah, that competitive like, cheerleading ain't no joke. And, yeah, that's real. And I had already gone through, like, the competitive dance. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of love and dance, but it's a lot of, like, competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you got awards and stuff for the competitive dance? Um, A couple. Some, like, shows or, like, yeah. competitions and stuff. Yeah. I went, like, super crazy in it because I was everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so then I went to Star Factory. And recorded my first song. That's where I know you from. Not know you from, but I was, when we was on our way, I'm like, like I remember her from like before all, like before this music. I was mm-hmm. like, it was it's something, but and I was I was thinking that, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. Star Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was it. Was a lot of talent where that came. Yeah, love story came from. Boom. Let's get into love story. So shine. you make uh, so how did that come about? A lot of people who might not know about it, could you explain what happened with that record? So I went to Star Factory. For yeah. dance, actually. They Explain to the people listening what Star, what Star Factory, Factory is. Yeah. It's an artist development company. And um, his name is Brandon Smith, and he would take talent and groom them to yeah. be superstars. Yeah. And so I went for the dance portion, and then he started to explain to me everything that he did. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that's cool. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> went home and he was sending me emails. You know, he was yeah. on his his hustle. That's yeah. his grind. And so I'm like, all right, let me go. I'm gonna go here one day and see what's up. Yeah. I went. Um, I, he may have had me fill out some paperwork or something. I don't really remember. Uh, but I, yeah, I think that's what happened. And then the next day, I went to go see Charity perform at Ribs and Soul Fest. Yeah. And so he was like, "Yep, this is the world. This is what you'll do. Whatever, whatever." And um, he was like, if you really want to do it, you should go home and write a song. He's like, I know you said you play piano. Uh, you should be able to have a song by tomorrow or something like that. Now, did you feel any pressure? I was like, <laughs> I like a challenge. So I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, so, all right, that's cool. Like, I'll bring you a song tomorrow. Yeah. And so I, I did the song. He was like, it's cool. I like it. And then he um, he had me record it and play the uh, piano. And then maybe like the next day or a couple of days later, he had shot in the studio. He's like, I want to introduce you to Big Sean. He just got signed to Kanye. Yeah. And um, I played him some of my music. Like, this is a whole, like, new experience. Like, I had no, like, I'm like, okay, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started playing him the song. And um, yeah, it was a couple of songs. And then he picked out Love Story. And I was like, wow, really? Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. all right, yeah, for sure. You want to do something with that? Let's do it. Right. And so a year later, um, he put it out on his mixtape, and then... Well, that was on Finally Famous, right? Yeah. Mm. Yep, and then it was just... What type of reception did you born. get after that? Yeah, yeah. so how was the reception after that song uh, impacted? Um, It was really, really good. I got a lot of people, um, like, all over the world, like, send, like sending me stuff like, oh, you saved my marriage, like... Yeah, that's crazy, big. Crazy, crazy, like... And is that the was, song you wrote that night? Yeah. So you come in the studio, you dance, you don't want to do music. <laughs> he challenges you to do music. Couple days after you bring him the song, he let shine here, and then the next year it comes out on the Finally Famous yeah. mixtape, and motherfuckers is hitting you like you saved my marriage. You would have had people divorced out here if you <laughs> wanted to write that song. <laughs> so like when you get a, like a comment like that, it probably was an email back then. But like, how do that make you feel? Like that something you wrote. Like, why did you write Love Story? Was that based, what was that based on? Man, it was based on, like, nothing, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, sitting at the piano, like, what can I say? Like, what yeah. can I, like. So that showed your true songwriting ability because you could have wrote that and gave it to anybody because you were just writing a song because he told you to have a song mm -hmm. by tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But what people really don't understand if they've been listening to the whole interview is you actually led up your whole life to that. Yeah. And that's the dope part about it. Like you were actually groomed to write that song <laughs> just because right. you didn't even want to do it. How did your mom feel about that song? Well, I never told. Oh, 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 oh. I thought she was going to say, how did she feel about me not wanting to do music? Oh, oh. That's like a secret in ours. You uh. better not say that out loud. <laughs> No, I never. Um, I'm sorry. The, how did she feel about that song? The love story song. Yeah. They love it. My whole family like I have to play it every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your own Santa baby. <laughs> I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I actually really dope. I just sung it at my cousin's wedding. Yeah. When I came back. Yeah, yeah you saving marriages. You special. singing at their marriages <laughs> oh, at weddings. Yo, this is good. This is some good. This is some good material. You know. So, so where can the people hear that now today? Um, it's actually on my SoundCloud. It's on, um, it's not on iTunes, but it's on like YouTube. Yeah. So make sure y'all check that out, especially if you're going through something because that will save your marriage. <laughs> or if you're about to get married, book her because she will come and sing it at your wedding. <laughs> and that'll save it too because y'all had to think back to when she sung Love Story at the wedding. 
Oh, you got. <laughs> that's real though. That's how you got to put it out there. So then you had another big record after that with another uh, rapper, huh? So let's get into uh, the record that you did with Vezo, Eastside. Eastside. And that's where I've really, I, I knew I heard you before, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's where I heard it, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that was dope. So how did that come about? So Eastside, I was actually under Science of the Nine Porter. Yeah. And I was sitting in the studio and I, oh, no, no, I went to, um, I went to my friend's Thanksgiving party, and uh, there was a producer there. His name's Tim Boski, and he had done some. He was out in LA, and he was just home for the holiday. And he was like, "Yo, we should, you know, work like collab on some stuff." So he came over to the studio, and he was just playing the bass line. And he was like, "All right, go freestyle." <laughs> <laughs> That's Eastside was born, and so he was. It wasn't just like go freestyle. He was just. I don't remember what it was that he said, but I think it was like. Tell me, tell us about you, like where you came from, or something like that. Yeah. And then so I went in and I started singing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you said you, were, <laughs> you said you were signed to Denine. How did that work out, start um, to finish? That you know was what I'm amazing. Saying? It was um, one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Yeah. Um, I was. I feel like I was really blessed and fortunate to be able to sign to an independent. Yeah. Record label. Versus going in, you know, what I was trying to do was um, when I started doing music, my friends, <laughs> we went to California and we had meetings with everybody. We we're in Atlantic and all these other stuff, all these other places. But at the time, I actually just switched over to just being a songwriter versus an artist. Yeah. And so I was just trying, we were just trying to go get placements. We had a production company that we put together um, amongst friends. So uh, did y'all get any placements? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, we all ended up going separate ways and getting deals on, you know, on our own. But it was just good to have the experience to go into the offices and, and see what they're talking about. Huh? I yeah, see, yeah, see what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. What was the name of that production company that y'all started? Evolutions Music Group. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. So y'all all still plugged in with each other today? Like y'all For still sure. do some work together? For sure. Yeah. Um, so I started with we actually met at Star Factory, yeah. <laughs> and um, D Slate came in with Kenny Valentino. I don't know if you know Kenny. I heard that name yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, he's um he's a radio person now on Hot One Hundred and Seven. Yeah, <laughs> One Hundred and Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he they came in and then he was like you know come work, and so we ended up just doing like records. I met him, No Sin. Um, um, what's, what's the guy's name? Eldred. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't plugged in oh no more. You can get your family name. That's how cool. I am, I am. But I was thinking about, oh, Rob. Rob was there too. Rob was another songwriter. Yeah. And Jordan actually was a, um, was with us too. Uh, we would just go in and like work. And then it kind of like, you know, would narrow down. People had lives and like would do different things. But I ended up signing to Deny. Through that situation, like he heard about you through. I'm not sure if it was through that, but it was. I don't know. It was through Aloe, and I don't know where Aloe found me from either. <laughs> <laughs> but Aloe introduced me to Denine, and um, I came through the studio, and he was like, "Yo, you like, I, you know, you're talented. I believe in you." He's like, "If you, you know, feel like this could work, we could, you know, be come be a part of the family." And that was Running Av Records. Is that what it was called? My own planet. Okay, my own planet. But is that the one who had Running Av though? Yeah, I think that's, I don't know, that was somebody label, but they all was together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was um, really, I I knew a little bit about hip-hop, but that's 
you know, when I really got like into like the world of hip hop. What year was this that you got into the world of hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> it was. I, okay, listen, I do have to explain this too. I was really like super like. I lived in a bubble, like yeah. you know, it was like what my parents wanted me to experience, and like I didn't leave leave off of my block, and like yeah. I listened to Eminem. Eminem was the first rapper that I listened to when I was like eleven or something like that, because <laughs> yeah. I got to um, I was in a dance music video with the Big Ten Pee Wees. One of them is like one of my good friends, Glenn Cannon, is like mm-hmm. my homeboy. Like I talked, to, I just talked to him the other day, and yeah, that's yeah. where I met Antoine Ray Ray. Like, yeah. and so we we all still like a lot of people don't know who came from the Biff Ten Pee Wees yeah. though. Like a lot of good people came yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah. And so I was allowed to watch MTV. Yeah, <laughs> to wait for my video to come on, and I saw Eminem, and I was like, <laughs> like, what is this? Um, so I went back to school and like telling my friends or whatever. So it was like really. What did you tell them? What did you- <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> like, like you have never believed that it's like this white guy on MTV rapping type of shit. Yes. <laughs> they like what? Yes. <laughs> you late? <laughs> right? Like you, you just can you watch BET yet? So you definitely wasn't watching BET uncut. You definitely wasn't watching BET uncut. Yeah. I I got to. Learn about all that stuff later, later but yeah. yeah, I was I didn't know anything about anything. So when uh <laughs> when you was working with Denine, like did you get placements outside of that camp? Um, it like was, how was that? Was you an artist or a songwriter? I was both, really. Okay. Um, but I was like still I was being developed. Like I didn't like I told you like that song Love Story was my first like. This was like these are my first studio experiences. Right, right. Like I go in the studio, like you're, you batting a thousand. Like boom, <laughs> I go in there, I make love story. Somebody pick that up. Somebody yeah, else tell yeah, the yeah. nine porter about me. And the crazy part about that is you discover Eminem from a Biv T and Pee Wee video that you're waiting to come on. Now you're working with his producer. I'm like, whoa. So this is actually surreal for you. Like this, yeah. Be- and the reason I say that is because you hear about how hard people say it is, and you like. Yeah, I wrote that Thursday, Friday, Big Shine heard it the next day. You know what I'm saying? Then you just, the song with Vezo. So, like, were you were you experiencing any type of jealousy from the, the R&B community of people that you might come across who you could tell been in it longer but wasn't having what no. perceives to be the same success? No, it's actually just been all, like, love. like The whole way what through. I, what I yeah. felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole way <laughs> yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, you know for sure. That's dope. And what's dope about that is because... I can kind of see it as since your parents put in all that work early, that kind of helped you spiritually and mentally for yeah. it and not knowing. Because yeah, 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 for sure. They come from the, 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 sure. the hard grind. And then it. even even from just being, like I said, in like in the neighborhood, like me going to school with people that are, you know, really going through it, like the real grind that they don't even understand. Like they're just like, yeah, some like Upset they don't the eat and then yeah, every they night hungry. you eat. Yeah. You know, it's just this little stuff that I didn't really like understand. And so my first one of my like first fights <laughs> it was with this girl and I didn't understand why she didn't like me. I'm like, yo, what's you know, what's the issue? Uh, yeah. and then I just pinpointed it to uh she was friends with my best friend Luana and I'm like, Oh, she just wanted my best friend, like it's cool, yeah, whatever. Right. And then so my mom came into the school afterwards and was like Yo, she was like, y'all, you know, she just figured it out. She was like, y'all are really friends. Y'all like each other. Y'all love each other. Like, you, Luana, like, LaJoya, like, 
right. whatever. Just be like, just yeah. be friends. Like, y'all really like each other. Like, yeah. you, should, you know, just telling us what the situation is without telling us what it was. Yeah. And so, um, then we were friends for like <laughs> forever. Y'all still friends? <laughs> um, a little, like on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because people and grow Luan, up and yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. Like me and Lawana are still like really close. Um, but uh, dang, I should have said her name. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's good. It's I mean, good. it's not. That's no, no. This, that's, 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 that's just yeah, like that's your part first of your fight. life. Yeah, that's, that's real. Part, yeah, that's part. Yeah, of your that, life. that's your part of your journey. So, Lajoya, that wasn't a diss. Uh, you know what I'm saying? She know I love her. Yeah, yeah. So before we get into uh, the Element EP that's produced by Dre Butters, give me five places on the East Side that you would recommend to eat. To if eat? I, yeah. If I was uh, from Inkster, like I am, and mm-hmm. I pop up on the East Side, now it's one place I'm actually looking for you to say, and I wonder if you go say it. So give me five places that I would go to on the East Side to eat if I was from, so it, even if I was just from the West Side. Um. Well, it's crazy that I'm about to say this because I've never been there. But I hear capers. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like that's what I was looking for you yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even really know, honestly. So you must can cook if you don't know where to I send do. nobody to eat. What you cook? What can you cook? Anything. Uh. <laughs> like for real. Like my mom, even now she opened she opened um a restaurant at the Whittier. So it's it still literally open? like I've been cooking since I was like twelve. Like yeah, it's, 11, it's open for now real, for real. Like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Her restaurant open now? Yeah. And you didn't say that? Even I if know. It, Right, that wasn't first. Hey, moms, right. y'all need to right, kick right, it. Right. Because, yeah. And it is on the east side, but I'm thinking that it's more so downtown. Yeah, 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 Just yeah. in the mindset. But what is Jefferson. it called? It's called Endless at the Whittier. Endless? Okay, okay. What E-N-D-L-E-S-I-N. Okay, and what type of menu do they have? Everything. Okay, so cool. We don't even need five more places. We just hit Endless. At the Whittier, mm-hmm. because that's my spot. So boom. So now let's get into the uh, let's get into the EP. How did you connect with Dre Butters? Um, actually through Denon Porter. Yeah. <laughs> um, he came through. Uh, I think we was like he was signed to them. I think too. Yeah. Um, but he was just always like on the go, so we would only see each other like every now and then. And um, then I went overseas. I mean, not overseas, but yeah, I did go overseas. I went to LA. And I lived there for a little bit, and I toured with Demi Lovato, and then I came back and just started, like, connecting with, you know, the connecting people. Connecting the dots back. Yeah. That, um, so you was, what, a backup singer for her? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's dope. Backup singer, hype man, dancer. Yeah. Now, what? What? before we get to the Dre Butters, so you met Dre Butters through Denine Porter. What happened with you and Denine Porter with that situation? Or it was just, like, an amicable split? It, yeah, like, how yeah, did it? Yeah, um, so I, I just started, like, working and, like, really grinding. And um, I went, when I started going overseas and, like, touring, I just wasn't, like, around. Yeah. And then I came back, and, you know, we, it's still my brother. Like, it's still all love. But yeah. It was just, like, actually, I think the company might have resolved. Yeah. 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 So, really nothing. It but just ain't the company yeah, no yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But y'all still in good company. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, let's get back to the element. So, I listened to the element, not just... Today, but I've been listening to it since for a minute now, oh, probably man. like the last Thank you. three, four weeks. Yeah, because we were trying to weeks. get you on. Yeah, here. we were trying to get you earlier, uh-huh. and I was like, uh, "Let me listen." You know what I'm saying? And like I said, the the tidal wave really stuck out to me. But then there was another song. What did I ask you? 
It kind of got a Prince feel to it, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on mm-hmm. shuffle. Mm-hmm. So probably it's toward the end. Happy for me. That's what yeah, it is. And I actually have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. what it is. And yeah. you recently just shot a video, correct? Mm-hmm. And what was that video for? So the first one that I shot was for Hideaway. Yeah. And this last one that I did was for Like I Do. Okay. That's like the. Regular that's actually the other standout. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. that's the three we got as standout track. I mean, they are dope. You know what I'm saying? But when we listen and we like, yo, what really stand out? Mm-hmm. And Tidal Wave, Happy for Me, and Like I Do is nice. actually what we have written. Down. Yeah, so, What's your favorite? Oh, that's hard. It changes like every week. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I definitely can understand that. But right now, currently, right now, currently, um, probably Happy for Me. Okay. Um, it just always keeps me like going like it's really high energy like yeah. i wake up in the morning and i'm i'm here with it yeah um so take us through like the process of writing that and like just the creation of the song happy for me that's funny okay it was a lot of different things that contributed to that song <laughs> <laughs> all of these songs honestly um but happy for me was just about being um Coming to a place where you are, like, living in, like, confidence. Yeah. And, you know, like, happy with what you're doing and where you are and just realizing that you need to make sure that, you know, the people that are around you are on that same, like, frequency. That same energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the, the thing that you were asking me about. You know, were there any people that were, like, around, like, being, like, bringing jealousy or, you know, yeah. anything like that? And I honestly haven't really, like, experienced it like that. Yeah. Um, where this came from was, like, a completely different situation. It was, like, with my relationship and, like, whatever. Um, but it was just, like, yo, like, I'm happy. If you're really my friend, you should be happy for me, too. Right, right, right. right. Now, just to backtrack, you said where it really came from was, like, your relationship. So <laughs> at that time, did you feel like that person you were with wasn't as happy for you that mm. they should have been? Because not, not let me throw a little prefix on that, right? Because your musical relationship example is your parents. Mm-hmm. So now if you in a musical relationship, you like, ah, I just bust a dope ass move. You really don't seem that happy for me. You know what I'm saying? And I've experienced that. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Um, no, as actually niggas be jealous of their girls. It's not that crazy. Right. Like you feel, and I mean, girls be jealous of their nigga too, but in this music thing, what's so crazy about it is everybody want to be the one. So if we together and say I rap, I'd rather blow up first and then be like, oh, that's my girlfriend. Then you blow up and say, oh, that's, that's my, my boyfriend. boyfriend. You feel what I'm saying? I didn't say that was my boyfriend. She said that we just. <laughs> well, you know, we don't play those. I know, but yeah. you know, people be trying to sound bite it up. But you understand what I'm saying? Was it that type of situation? Um, I mean, I've, I've it, was. That. it was. I've experienced that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You should be happy that you went through that situation because it dope song came out of that and you should tell that person like yo you being the hater that you are gave me this dope material you know what yeah, I'm saying but it, it was a thing so in that particular relationship it, he didn't do music so it wasn't a thing where he um, even understood it but you know he liked being around and like it was like a new like energy, new life, like everything. Like he was really corporate, yeah. and so it wasn't like he was being like spiteful or anything. Like it wasn't necessarily geared towards him. Yeah. I was just saying it, just and then other it was other people too hating on our relationship. Yeah. Well, I won't say hating on our relationship now. 
but at the time, it felt like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, like, damn, she peeped All it. these like, outsiders, you know what I'm saying, having their own thoughts or opinions about what it is that you're going through. But, you know, I, it, I had, I too had people who were happy for me. So it was just like and how that you, different. Yeah, so... With the rate of the the climbing of music now, because you can't you like you off and on you stopped you started, but like when you just said like that song is on my SoundCloud, like that sounds crazy to me to hear an R and B singer talk you about SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, like <laughs> so, what other avenues would you say that they actually have geared toward just R and B artists, especially like you, your type of R and B is like real R and B, not like. If you take him off that beat, it's mm-hmm. a trap R and B song or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It ain't a rap song. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? It's I not a rap song. So like when you make real R and B music, like how do you classify that when you on SoundCloud or something like that? Well, like, they have it. They have the option there. I don't know how frequent people use it. Um but um I, don't, I just do. I just go straight to iTunes. <laughs> yeah. I go to straight to DistroKid, yeah. you know. Yeah, sell that. Yeah, go don't put out nothing for free. Title. <laughs> well, actually, though, SoundCloud actually just. I just seen that. Are you be my or ask at? You be my? Yeah, so they go pay royalties. So that's actually a good thing. Nice. So finally, they finally catch up. I wonder how that's going to work, though, because you could, like, pay for SoundCloud plays and stuff. So how would they determine what's real and what's fake? Uh, so I'm probably thinking that in the next six months, you brought, you can definitely quote me on this, SoundCloud is probably going to have a paywall and it's probably going to be based on what they listen to behind the paywall. You know what I mean? Because yeah. right now, SoundCloud is the only person that don't have some type of premium mm-hmm. service. Like if you upload, you pay and you can do premium services. But if you are artist, you just put it up there. So I guarantee in the next six months or so, SoundCloud will have a, some type of paywall. Because and you got to remember, like last year they said they was failing. So if they was failing, they got to mm-hmm. create new revenue mm-hmm. streams. You know what I'm saying? So just look for a paywall. But I was happy to read that. Like if finally, you know what I'm saying? Because right. people make this music and it's it's never for free. Because even if you bought the equipment and uh, recording in your room, you pay for the music. You paying for the electricity bill. Yeah. Right. You paying for studio time. You shooting video. So to have to feel like you gotta give it away for free because that's what people do. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, no. We don't do no. I free. know a nigga who sold a hundred dollar mix. Tape. Ain't nothing got to be given away for free. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. But since we're talking about BMI, we talk about music, we talk about rap. Yeah. If you uh, didn't get your BMI statement in the last couple of days, you're not in the game. And you're we not. ain't rapped in a long time. But yeah, we got a statement. We got a statement. Though. In the positive, not yeah, just a statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not just a statement. Yeah. A, that, that's going to uh, go toward the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's going to go toward the podcast. So let's talk about Tidal Wave, though, because. Tidal Wave and Happy For You, them them could be actually my two favorites. You know okay. what I'm saying? So what was Tidal Wave? Like, what was the, 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 the inspiration behind that? Um, Rihanna, actually. You got to really explain. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got to break Because Rihanna listens, so we want to give her the opportunity to know how you feel. Go ahead. No, so um, I came into the studio, and Dre does this thing sometimes where he's trying to push, um, like, the people that he's working with. And he'll tell them that it's for somebody else. Yeah. He's like, yeah, let's work on this record for Rihanna. Yeah. And so I went We definitely going like, to edit that out because that's his secret. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> 4138. But go ahead. All right, for sure. So um, I just went in and I did the guitar riff. Yeah. And I was just trying to figure out something that would be dope. For Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's real. Though. Yeah, just trying to find like a groove or like like what would it be, and then um, and then it was just honestly, it was just like a wave of like people and like energy, yeah. and so that's where the it came from. Like the majority of my songs I do, I'll just go from like a freestyle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so I went in. And I'm like, ride the way, yeah. ride the way for me. And then it was just like, hey, what up, though? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just people coming in. It was yeah. like, what's up? You know, arms open, the doors. You know, it was just good vibes. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then what about like I do? Like I do was already a song, actually. Oh, okay. I was working with um, what's the name of the company? Starts with the O from the Built. Yeah, it's like O P. Oh, she went to had to ask the publicist. That's yeah. how, she went. That's our first time somebody went super Hollywood and had no. to ask the publicist. Because I'm the on. worst with like Man. everything. We'll go ahead. They understand. <laughs> Okay, so I did this show in the build, and yeah. they asked me who would I collaborate with opener. in the city. Huh? Opener. That would probably uh, opener. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay, and then, so, um, I was like, I would, you know, thought about it a little bit, and I'm like, Dre, like, it's easy. Like, yeah. I, would, I had actually just started to go work with him, and he would help me with, like, production and stuff, and then we would just give each other feedback on, like, the music that we were doing. And so he was the first person that I went to, because um, he was like, Dope artist, dope producer, yeah, and a, like a musician, and that's something that like I like value with the people that I work with, yeah. Um, like no music, and so um, went in. He had the hook already, and so I was like, "Yo, I really like this. Like, we should let's rock. Like, this is actually like a winner. Like, you don't right. have to play nothing else. Like, so I went in, um, and did the verse, and then we like tweaked it a little bit. Uh, did the show. And then I wanted to finish it so that we could release the song, and we did Up and Away. And we were like, okay, we should just do, like, a whole uh, project. EP, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it's a project about to come out of this, so that's yeah. dope. So where can people find the project? Everywhere on all streaming platforms. But go to Tidal and go press to, play. Go to Tidal. Yeah, yeah. Listen uh-huh. to it we, on Tidal. We pro Tidal. Pro Tidal. Yeah, because they black on. You're right. At least on the surface they are. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, give people your socials where they can follow you, where, where they can check you out at. Uh, very simple. It's just my name. So K-E-E-L-Y-F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N. That's your real name. That's not a stage name. No. That's okay. Not just, <laughs> you never know. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Leslie Healy. Yeah. Yo, you, yo, they, they made you on tour. They com- <laughs> they, they they hit you with the name combo. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, had a, she actually had already liked that name too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, dope. So That's I have, dope. I have a namesake. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get up out of here, I yeah. want to say what up to the Plug Podcast show yeah. on Digital Soapbox Network. Yeah. Uh, honest conversation about hip hop on Digital Soapbox Network. Just the whole network is we we doing big things over there. We got a major yeah. announcement coming soon. You know what I'm saying? What you got going on? Uh, man, nothing, man. You can follow uh, a lot, but nothing. You know what I'm saying? You can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. If you want to be a part of the show. Oh, and we got some exclusive merchandise that's about to come. It's oh about yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what we doing with our merchandise is 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 it's, it's a number. They number. So yeah. if it's only 30, it's one of 30, and it ain't going to be no more of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's that probably going to be 32 because I need one. Well, no, that's what I'm about to say. Well, you know, we ain't about to be walking around looking like everybody else. Yeah. So if you see us in it, you can't get it. Maybe something similar, but you definitely won't be able to get the same thing. Same if you want to be a part of the show, you can hit us at pr at tcohh.org, pr yeah. at tcohh.org. And, uh, I want for my brother I what I want for myself. myself. Love. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs>